The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? engagement? How long before yeah. a wedding should I send How out many save games the dates? Are in the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to 2021 Predictions Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we're going to discuss all of our predictions for the wonder that is this year, that is 2021. Joining us for SEO Predictions Week on the Voices of Search podcast is both Jordan Cooney, who is a world-renowned SEO strategist and advisor to Search Metrics, and Tyson Stockton, Search Metrics' Vice President of Services. So far this week, Jordan, Tyson, and I have gone through four predictions. What's going to happen with Google's core updates and how they evaluate content. We talked about what we think they're going to do in terms of unleashing new technical changes. Yesterday, we talked about what's going to happen in alternative search and specifically voice and video search. And today we're going to talk about some of the changes that we think Google will make related to Google Shopping and SERP integrations. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, on with the show. Here's the fourth part of 2021 Predictions Week with Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton. Jordan, Tyson, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Hey, Ben. Happy 2021 Predictions Week. Guys, we were able to jump forward a couple of weeks. We skipped the end of 2020. You can thank me later. <laughs> we did it. We did it. Mazel tov. Congratulations. Happy New Year. <laughs> All right, guys. 2020 was an interesting year when we talk about e-commerce and shopping. I don't know if you heard, there was this little thing called the coronavirus. It kept all the people locked in their houses. We all bought sweatpants. We all tried to fix up our houses. Tyson, we know you already had sweatpants lined up every day of the week. I'm just glad I get to use them. <laughs> but look, this year is going to be different. Let's talk a little bit about what happened in e-commerce, what happened with shopping, and what do we think is going to happen in 2021? Who wants to go first? 
Yeah, I'll kick us off. I think one of the things that's here to stay is Google's investment in what we would consider the Google My Business or the local features. And I anticipate to see Google continuing to push hard on allowing local retailers to update their listings, provide notifications in terms of what they expect to be a healthy and safe environment for those those locations. And that's going to adapt and change as as COVID starts to wind down. What we're going to see is maybe Google focused on certain features. Maybe they'll have identified some ways to profit or generate money off of their search experience. So ultimately, I think that this is one of those things that at first was done in response to what was a pretty significant change to our society, but now could possibly filter into a revenue generating opportunity for Google. I totally agree with it in the sense that Google's looking at how do we further leverage this and how do we further kind of like monetize this. And I think what we saw in 2020 was not completely against the trends that we saw from the previous, let's say, five, 10 years. As e-commerce has been outpacing retail's growth, we know that the industry is going more and more online. No surprise there. What 2020 brought to that is speeding up that timeline like crazy. So we saw and we look at like how businesses are doing this year, Amazon's going to have hands down a record year. A lot of the top 10 e-commerce sites are going to have record years. And so even though it's like, hey, we're in this troubling, challenging time, a lot of them are benefiting from it. And I think when Google's looking at that and back to the point of like them monetizing, they don't want to be left behind from it. They've lost kind of ground to Amazon. We saw that and we've discussed kind of in the recap of 2020, their play with kind of further building up their inventory and their kind of war chest, so to speak, of data that they could serve up for e-commerce queries. And I think what we're going to see in 2021 is that tightening up of competition between Google and Amazon and that further kind of escalation of what we see in e-commerce. And I don't expect to see us go backwards to the dominance of in-store. And I think the growth rate in 2021 compared to 2020 won't be as sharp and drastic because hopefully we're not talking on this podcast every time of COVID. But hopefully with that going away, we may not see the same sharpness. But I don't think there's any way of going backwards towards it. And I expect that to be the growing trend amongst consumers as well. I think the question for me is, what is the next step for Google in terms of shopping data integration? In 2020, Google offered free product listing ads out of the benevolence of their heart for all the small businesses that needed an extra marketing channel. Bullshit. (laughs) And it turns out they collected all of this data about products that they might not have had access to and gave them the ability to potentially compete with Amazon. Great. What do they do with that data? Where are they going to put it? And how does it create a shopping experience that makes them more relevant again in e-commerce? Yeah, I think one anticipation or assumption that I have with this is we're going to see that data in the expansion. We've talked about it before of like, now we have popular, best and similar products. And we're going to see that experience increase more and more. And I think something that's a little more anecdotal, but also kind of telling in the direction that Google's heading is back around mid-summer, they made a change of who was in charge of the head of search and they moved over the individual that was responsible for the ads and kind of paid side of search that is now overseen both the organic search and the paid search. 
So this blending of those kind of experiences and both in the way where you see the organic listings within Google Shopping and then pulling that over is I think there's not going to be as much separation as we saw in the past where it's like Google tried to treat this kind of like separation of church and state between paid versus organic. Now with central kind of ownership and leadership between those two, to me, it's like, even though that's an organizational change, the impacts kind of trickle down into like then what's released. So I do anticipate that we'll see more of this kind of bleed over of these two worlds and Google's going to have more and more of a focus to not be left behind in this kind of like e-commerce surge that we're seeing. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Don't you think that potentially opens Google up to more litigation when they start blending their organic and paid advertising efforts? Doesn't that create a little, you know, sort of muddying of the waters in a time when they're already kind of in hot water? I think it definitely can, you know, and I think they made that announcement and that move well before the antitrust lawsuits and stuff. But I think it's an excellent point that that could slow down these steps or it could force them to have more caution in that area. But I still think that's going to be like, you know, maybe it's an optics trying to kind of keep that separation. But I personally kind of believe that we're going to see more of this gray area, so to speak, between the two. So Jordan, as we start to think about e-commerce and some of the changing experiences for Google, Talk to me about your thoughts of what Google might do in the shopping experience and other SERP changes that might be coming. Yeah, so I think that shopping is a great example for where other verticals might go in the sense that you mentioned earlier that Google collected all this data. Well, what that data really does is it informs their machine learning and ultimately their AI capabilities to produce better results in terms of when to showcase a price or not showcase a price, when to showcase a shopping ad, when not to showcase a shopping ad, what product selection should be up there. And so by us as SEOs and marketers providing Google this data, what we're essentially doing is we're training their models 
to better perform and better inform searchers. Now, what I would anticipate seeing is that Google leveraged that type of data and insights and capability to expand into other verticals and really start to highlight more and more rich results, more and more featured elements and new elements within the SERP as they have data that can then be surfaced at the top of the SERP. And what it ultimately does is it pushes down your old traditional links down and it forces the user to interact and behave with a new embedded experience in the SERP. I think, Jordan, to your point, to me, there's been no sign of Google slowing down this further expansion of owning the experience. To me, it's kind of obvious why that would be of interest in Google. But I think where it's interesting is looking at kind of like how that's changing. And that was one area that we saw substantial changes in 2020. And one of the things that we've been looking at at Search Metrics and one of our members of our DSG team, Carl Kleinschmidt, has been looking at a lot of what's available on the SERP and had been seeing some crazy numbers as far as like the Google owned elements versus schema markup influenced elements. And I think that would be one of my like primary recommendations for SEOs going into 2021. It's not a new topic of schema markup, but I think the importance and the magnitude of that is going to be at a higher stakes as Google is going to further increase these different elements and features that are available on the SERPs. So, all right, Tyson, Jordan, then if we're going down this path where we're talking about all of the SERP integrations and how Google is going to be displaying more content up in the top of the search and pushing clicks down, what happens to the clicks and what happens to us poor SEOs? One of the things I firmly believe is we need to stop looking at SEO as a pure traffic attribution channel. There's a ton of brand benefit when you are being featured in a search engine. We don't measure that. We don't think about that. And as 2021 unfolds, and I think as we go into the years after that, that's going to become a much more prominent and spoken about topic because today SEO is looked at as a very much a performance channel, but there are branding aspects to it. I think that that's going to be my prediction for this episode is that in 2021, Google has the opportunity to create a new metric by feeding search data into Google Analytics and help you understand who of your customers were exposed to a search that ended up coming to your website without actually clicking. And so creating some sense of a brand metric or essentially a search through metric instead of a view through metric like you'd see with display. That would be a wonderful tool for Google to add into their arsenal. That's my prediction for zero clicks. And somehow we got from shopping all the way down to here. 2021, what a magnificent year already. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Tyson Stockton and Jordan Cooney. If you'd like to get in touch with Tyson or Jordan, you can find links to their LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact them on Twitter. Jordan's handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. And Tyson's is Tyson underscore Stockton. You can also visit their websites. Jordan's is jordancooney.com. And Tyson's is tysonstockton.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. 
For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Join us again tomorrow when Tyson, Jordan, and I wrap up 2021 Predictions Week by talking about what we think is going to happen with Google's legal issues. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Music.